the final tonight. And the best team in baseball wins it all in 2018. Watchman into the right field. Down the line. A fair ball. Adley will turn first. Head for second. He's going to turn second. Go for third. Watchman into third base standing. An extra base hit. His first hit in the major leagues. Welcome to the... Headphones are in, the microphone is plugged in, and we are ready for another episode of Beyond the Ballpark. And, you know, it's going to be a banger today. We're trying on something a little bit different, I would say, on the podcast. You know, it's the postseason. You know, we're in October. We're playing some October baseball, and you got to love it. Um, and it's f- super fun to watch. I made my dream, you know, roster slash lineup um, based on postseason players. Um, so this only features players in the postseason, uh, and this is not future wild cards. I would like to make that statement. This will not include players in the Cardinals or the Yankees. Um, and so this will only include players playing in the division series right now that are on the active roster. So I have made, um, you know, a nine-man lineup with the DH because I'm a fan of the American League. Uh, four players on the bench. We have a five-man rotation and a seven-man bullpen. This is normally how I like to set up a roster. So hopefully, you know, you can agree with this. But if you don't, that's fine. I mean, like, we all have our own opinions. So I think uh, without further ado, let's get into it. Um, so my... F- so for our postseason, uh, you know, lineup, we're going in no particular order here. We're just going in order from, you know, the positions. First base, I'm going to go with Freddie Freeman. Um, I think Freddie Freeman's the clear and obvious choice over Jose Abreu. Um, you know, there are, you know, teams, you know, there are a lot of players that teams can offer uh, on their, you know, active rosters. Maybe the, the Dodgers offer Max Muncy. You know, the Braves can offer Freddie Freeman. The White Sox can offer Jose Abreu. The Red Sox offer Bobby Dahlbeck or Kyle Schwarber. But either of those guys, not good enough for me to put on the first baseman spot. I think Freddie Freeman's a clear and obvious choice here. I mean, like, he's an MVP, puts up, like, 30-plus homers every single season. Um, and I'll, you know, tell you why I picked him over Abreu, and I know Abreu's the better run producer. I think Freddie Freeman just offers a little bit more defensive value over Jose Abreu. Well, I still think Jose is very good, and he's, you know, featured on this list. I, I, I'm willing to slot Freddie Freeman over at first base. Over Jose Abreu because uh, I think Freddie Freeman's just gonna you know he's gonna scoop it better, his footwork's gonna be better, and that's why I'm gonna put Freddie Freeman at first base. For for second base, a very unlikely candidate. 
Uh, Brandon Lau, I think Brandon Lau is a really nice piece to put at second base. You know, he has some position flexibility. He can play some outfield, maybe right and left. You know, Brandon Lau is a guy that's flexible, and I really do value flexibility. Also, flex. I also value you know experience and how you're gonna mentor some younger guys. Um, not that there are really any younger guys on this list, but you know how you can you know kind of navigate your way through the postseason. I think Brandon Lau is definitely a great guy to do that. He was playing in the World Series last year, and he's just a really, really good player. I think the Braves lineup, or not the Braves, Rays lineup is definitely a lineup that's unappreciated most of the time. Brandon Lau is definitely a part of that, and he's a big part of that offense. So, And he's a former U Maryland Terp, so I don't think there's any reason not to pick Brandon Lau, and he's a great option in second base. Also can you know flash some leather at times, so... I think Brandon Lau is a really, really good piece to have at second base and is my starter. So at third base, I'm going to slot Rafael Devers, my second lefty in this lineup. I think Rafael Devers just, the dude hits bombs. Like, you can't deny that. That guy just hits nukes. He almost had 40 home runs this, this year. He's just a fantastic hitter at the plate, and he truly does have a ton of value at that position. Yes, he is clunky in the field, and like Brendan can agree with that if he was here. But Rafael Devers, you don't care how with how well he hits. That dude just hit absolute nukes out of the ballpark, it feels like, every single time. I think Rafael Devers, even with some, you know, awful defense over third base, is still the clear and obvious choice with his bat and, you know, to for a guy to provide that type of offense, unreal. So at shortstop, a very highly coveted position, a very, you know, loaded position in Major League Baseball. I'm going to go with Trey Turner. I think Trey Turner is just a really nice player. Really underappreciated one at that. And there were a lot of good picks here. I mean, there were like Corey Seager, the Dodgers, Willie Adamas, the Brewers, Jader Bogarts, the Red Sox, uh, you, you like Wander Franco, the Rays. You could have even gone with him if you're, you know, willing to go there. Uh, I don't know who's the shortstop of the Giants. Brandon Crawford is having a nice season. But I think Trey Turner is just the best. He's going to bring me the best value. You can also play some second base if, you know, if Brandon Laws hurt. Trey Turner can be that guy. Trey Turner is just, he's a beast. Like, Trey Turner's so good. He's really underappreciated in, you know, the game of baseball. And, you know, with his value, the speed that you're getting out of Trey Turner, the power, the contact skills you're getting out of Trey Turner, and the decent defensive value you're getting out of Trey Turner, you are getting a true complete package. You're getting a guy that hits almost 30 home runs, who's producing runs, swiping bags, playing some nice defensive shortstop. I think Trey Turner is just a really, really nice guy to have. And he has that experience as a national. You know, he won the World Series now in the Dodgers. But it's like Trey Turner's, you know, really, you know, the the guy that stands out in my mind for the, you know, shortstop position. Although there were plenty of great options for the shortstop position. So no shame on the other shortstops. So in left field, kind of a bit of a new left fielder, to be honest. Chris Bryant of the San Francisco Giants. Who is acquired at the deadline from the Chicago Cubs, who is truly the missing piece for this Giants team. They need his, his bat in that lineup, and as long as they do, they're going to be a successful team as he's going to be playing every single day. He can play the corners, he can play, he can play the corner outfield, play the corner infield, and we've seen him play a little bit shortstop. Chris Bryant, he truly has a position of flexibility, and even though I still view him as a third baseman, I think with Devers existing, like, you have to slot Bryant in left field. And Chris Bryant is just a really, really nice player. There were some doubts surrounding him and his play and his value as a hitter. But, you know, he's definitely salvaged this season 
um, in order to get paid big time in the free agent market, which is definitely going to save him, and it's going to produce him a lot of money. So I think Chris Bryant is a clear and obvious choice here in left field. So for center field, shout out all you Red Sox fans, Kike Hernandez, your guy, who's been you know quietly a really, really nice piece for this Red Sox team, signed a two-year, $14 million deal uh, preseason in 2021. I think Kike has been kind of an X factor for this Boston Red Sox team. He's been, he's had some position flexibility, playing, being able to play second base. But the Red Sox have also slotted him in center field. Um, Kike, you know, he has the experience. A lot of these guys, you know, have the experience in high leverage situations, uh, especially Kike Hernandez, who's played in a lot of World Series teams and a lot of playoff teams, and he's just, you know, probably the guy with the best value. Um, you know, bringing to this lineup. And, you know, obviously with him and, you know, the flexibility and the way he's hitting this year, he's hit almost 20 home runs. Kike is just bringing true value to the lineup, and he's red hot right now in this postseason. So uh, Kike, I think, is my clear choice to be in center field. And then for right field, I'm going to go with the very unlikely candidate, Abasil Garcia, who's been tearing the cover off the ball for years now and no one's you know truly appreciated that he's one of the more underrated players in the game and i i'm gonna i'm you know represent him in any way he you know deserves because he truly does deserve to be you know recognized he's been just hitting phenomenally under the radar for so many seasons now that you know it's it's shocking that he doesn't get the credit that he deserves and he's getting it in this episode because you know we're true we, we dig deeper. We see past the stars at the All-Star Game. Abasal Garcia is a awesome, awesome player. An easy pick to be in right field for me. And then for the catcher position, I'm going to go with Will Smith, who's actually a pretty nice hitter, considering, you know, he's a catcher, he's young, and, you know, he's caught in a World Series. Um, and he has some good defense back there with behind the plate. Will Smith is a really, really nice player. And you know the cat. You know he's got some good skills with the catcher position. Catcher position can definitely you know kind of be a little bit of a weaker position to some people, considering like catchers can't produce as much, say as like a shortstop or an outfielder. But Will Smith is definitely a really really nice player, and definitely got to keep out for these next couple seasons. And I think he definitely deserves to be slotted as my starting catcher. And then for the DH, I mentioned him earlier in this episode. We're gonna mention. Jose Abreu again, because I think he deserves to be the DH. He's a run producer. He's put up 110-plus RBIs this season. If you look at his numbers, he's just been <clears throat> excuse me, phenomenal, phenomenal for the White Sox, and he has been a crucial part um, for the, you know, for the Chicago White Sox. And, you know, he's put up some insane numbers every single season. Another MVP, him and Freddie Freeman were MVPs in 2020, and they're still reigning those positions even though they'll probably get dethroned. Those two are amazingly talented players, and, you know, what they do as a whole is truly going to bring value to my lineup and is truly going to be, you know, it's going to make this lineup spectacular. All right, so for my bench, I have four players on the bench. I'm going to go with Austin Riley. Austin Riley is tearing the cover off the ball. He's hit almost, like, 30 home runs this year. He has just been tearing it up. He's turned into the player, you know, that the Braves thought they had with him. Um, when they drafted him, and he's just been simply one of the best players, you know, on the Braves. He's been amazing, and he's been a crucial, crucial factor for, you know, Braves offense that has 
you know, had some doubts surrounding them. Um, but Austin Riley's awesome. And I saw him play at Camden Yards when the Braves were in town. Austin Riley's, an, you know, he's just a great player. And then uh, Mookie Betts. I think there's no doubt that Mookie Betts, um, you know, should be um, a part of the team. I think he can kind of platoon with Avicel and Kike if he wants to be in center. Mookie Betts, I think you have to include Mookie Betts with the, you know, elite, elite defense, you know, gold glove caliber stuff. And we've seen him win gold gloves before. Plus, plus offensive player. Second best player in baseball in my eyes. You know, he was he was entering the 2020 season, 2021 season. Um, Mookie Betts is phenomenal. He's not putting up the numbers this year that are necessarily screaming 2020 or, you know, second best player in the league. But, or second best player in baseball, really. But, you know, he's still putting up some very solid numbers that a lot of teams would seek out. And he's just an amazing, amazing player. He's super, super talented at what he does. And definitely deserves to be traveling with my dream uh, postseason team. Third, we got Luis Urias, a very unlikely candidate from the Milwaukee Brewers. Me, as a personally, like I said earlier in this episode, I value, you know, postseason experience. And I value position flexibility, and I love that you, uh, Luis Urias, you know, he provides that versatility in the infield. He can play third, short, second. I love that he can play those positions, and he also hits really, really well, um, you know, for what his production is. Um, Luis uh, Urias is definitely a great player to have on your bench, and he definitely adds a lot of depth. And then for my catcher, I'm going to go with Travis Darno. Not many options here because considering, like, all these postseason teams don't have phenomenal catchers. Um, but I think Travis Darno is the best option. Kind of a, just a solid player and a good backup catcher behind Will Smith. Uh, probably the least valued position um, offensively. So I think Travis Darno is a very fair player to go with. So in the rotation, I'm going to... So for my ace, I'm going to go with Corbin Burns, who has been simply phenomenal this year um, with um, how he's performed. Corbin Burns has simply been unbelievable. He's put up some Salium caliber numbers. Phenomenal pitcher and definitely deserves to be on here. Walker Bueller will be uh, my number two who is severely underrated. He is an amazing, amazing pitcher. Definitely a guy I want as my number two. He's put up some just unbelievable numbers as a pitcher and you know he's super underrated and you know people don't kind of give him the credit that he deserves. Um, Max Scherzer will be my number three starter, the guy with postseason experience, and the guy like a fine wine who's only getting better with age and truly solidifying himself as one of the best pitchers we may have we may have ever seen play this sport. Um, Max Fury, number four, very unlikely candidate, but he did throw a gem yesterday against the Atlanta Braves, and he is a very, very young, talented arm from my perspective, and I needed some lefties in here. So I think Max Free is a nice choice. And then Clayton Kershaw, number five. Clayton Kershaw is a good pitcher, but I would be valuing his postseason experience more considering he's been around the block for so long. He's just like Max Scherzer. Been around, he's seen a lot, and, you know, he's got a World Series. So I think Clayton Kershaw is a very solid number five who can give you a chance to win every single time, maybe five or six innings, and a chance to win is a very, very good guy for me in the number five spot. 
Alright, so in my bullpen, I've got Chris Sale leading it. I think with his experience and, you know, the fact that he locked down a World Series with the Boston Red Sox in 2018, I would value that a lot. And I think that's, you know, I think that's a good reason why Chris Sale should be on here, considering he's a very dominant pitcher. Um, you know, he's, he's come off the I.L. looking good, looking sharp. I think the Red Sox, you know, can use him in the postseason. Um, maybe in some high-level situations out of the pen if they want him to, or get him a start or two if they want him to. I think Chris Sale's a very solid arm to just have on your, you know, pitching staff. Uh, Josh Hader, nasty reliever. He is just part of a very core Milwaukee Brewers, you know, pitching staff. Burns, Peralta, Woodruff is your big three on the, you know, starting rotation side. And then you have guys in the bullpen like Devin Williams, um, Eric Lauer, if you want to, Adrian Hauser, Brent Suter, Josh Hader. I mean, all those guys are unbelievable. Um, you know, you can throw Eric Lauer out there as a starter. I mean, the, the Brewers have some phenomenal pitching, I think, without a doubt, um, in my mind. And, you know, Josh Hader is one of the best pitchers on that team, and that's why he's slotting into my bullpen. Freddie Peralta, again, just like part of the Brewers' core that I just mentioned. Freddie Peralta is a very underrated pitcher in this league. And, you know, in baseball, I would say, he's just simply one of the better pitchers in the game and a guy that, if he hits the free, air, free agent market, um, and then, you know, Freddie Peralta is just a great arm to have. Brandon Woodruff, again, just a very underrated pitcher in this league, and, you know, his value is going to be super high in the postseason, and he's just an amazing pitcher in my eyes. Liam Hendricks just an absolute horse. Um, out there on the mound, he's, you know, he locks down the end of the game. Great closer to have and a great, you know, high leverage arm to have. Um, you know, Lance Lynn, who's just another horse of the White Sox. Him and Hendricks are the true horses uh, of the Chicago White Sox. Um, and those guys work so hard and it definitely pays off. Those guys does definitely deserve to be paid this offseason. As Lance Lynn did get paid and he got a contract extension, from the Chicago White Sox, and it was very well-deserved. You know, those guys are absolute horses, and, you know, they they have a lot of energy out there. And then for my final pitcher, a very unlikely guy, Kevin Gosman. I think Kevin Gosman's a really nice pitcher, and it pains me to say, considering he's a former Oriole, he's pitching very well out in San Francisco. Um, you know, as a pitcher, he's just very got a very solid arsenal, and he's been able to lead this giant staff. As their ace, and he's probably the only giant featured on this uh, on this list. So I think um, Kevin Gosman's a very solid option to have in your bullpen, um, and he's uh, just a very good pitcher to have, you know, on your staff. All right, so that's my uh, you know postseason roster right there. I hope you enjoy it, and I hope you agree with my opinions. It's okay if you don't. I mean, you know, we all have our own opinions, and I'm sure people out there do who like are baseball critics, just like I am. Um, but, you know, that was my list, and that's how I like to, you know, ro construct rosters. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, great get, great start to Season 2. Um, and, yeah, I, I, you know, we're super excited to start Season 2. And it's going to be a fun ride. So please stick along for the ride, as we're going to really appreciate it. So um, keep up the support, guys. Keep downloading and stuff. And, uh, yeah, with that, we will see you next time.